0: what a day. I had a very long, I was going to say afternoon, but really, it was quite the day. And I was thinking, I just want to come home and relax and freshen up and maybe do a manicure or something. And then I thought, you know, I have to do, have to do another deep dive. (laughs) I just have to. Because, well, one, I have to get through these, (laughs) eventually not that i'm not enjoying this by any means oh my gosh this this doing these deep dives has renewed my appreciation for these songs i feel like i just i have such a deep love for queen already and i know these songs like crazy guys i it, it's not like i don't already know these it's not like i haven't heard every single one of them a million times already but when i go into these and break them down, and really listen to them, I don't know, four or five times to get my thoughts and my feelings all put together for these dives. And I start to realize just how complex everything is and how intentful and beautiful everything is. I just, oh, I actually thought I might get bored doing this after the first five or 10 dives. But here we are on dive 14, and I am loving this, and I can't wait to keep doing more. This is track number four from Queen's Queen 2 album from 1974. And this is Day One Day. It's a Brian May song, as I said earlier. We are all Moody May on the first, the white side of the album Queen 2. And I love it because I think it showcases this refinement of the guy's writing, and that's a hallmark of Brian's compositions. Such a great way to open this album with some elegance and some glam rock. And this is a folk rock song. It's at about 115 beats per minute, so we're not moving too particularly fast here, but it's a very nice, relaxed pace after the furiousness of the previous tracks, some of the previous tracks that we've had. And this is quite unique and different than the other songs before it for several reasons. One, yes, this is a bit more subdued, and it sounds pretty unique amongst their catalog. Honestly, when I think about it, not just in the context of Queen 2, but I suppose the context of their entire catalog, it really sounds like something else entirely. It doesn't really sound like a Queen song. All of... The characteristics are there. All of the wonderful brilliance of the four of them playing together is there. But there's also another cool reason this song is a bit of a standout and a bit of a surprise and a bit of a highlight, especially on this album, Queen 2. We are in A major, just one key. (gasps) Shocker. I know we're in just one key here. And we are in 4-4 time signature as well. One key, one time signature. This is a big shift in lots of ways for the guys. But here's the thing. The biggest reason this is a cool song is because this was the first song by Queen to feature Brian May on all lead vocals. Very, very exciting. Yes, I love this song. I love the song because it's Brian's. I love that he sings it. I think his tone is so appropriate and absolutely perfect for what we're saying here. Now, if you recall, most of the times when Brian writes a song, Freddie sings it because Freddie is the lead singer. But here we actually get a taste of Brian in full lead and harmony vocals as well. So the first song sung entirely by Brian, and features acoustic and electric guitars. The last guitar solo during the fade-out features three guitar solos, actually, and it's a very complex guitar arrangement that's typical, but usually guitars are harmonious, and in this case, all the guitars play different lead parts that sort of flow into and overlap onto one another. This is a fantastic folk excursion with Queen. It's relaxing. It's warm to the ear. It's a lovely example of their ability to exercise restraint, creating this atmosphere that's very fitting with Brian's rich, smooth, softer, deeper tone. He was always the one to provide the deepest harmonies during lots of layered vocal performances, which they have already done and will continue to do as we move forward. So it's nice to hear him in full capacity here as a vocalist. The rhythm makes frequent use of a three plus five syncopation. And the guitars are both strummed or drawn out like stringed instruments to produce a very round effect, much softer than the usual grit and feedback that we have in heavier rockers, which we've heard prior. This song, ah, sadness, it is one of the songs that is on their never played live. I think it's been played live once or twice by other bands or a tribute band, but we never got to hear this lovely thing in a live setting. And I can only assume that's because Freddie usually takes the lead on songs live, even on songs that were typically performed by the other guys, with lead vocals on the albums. A good example of this is Modern Time's Rock and Roll, which Roger composed and sang lead on on their debut, but Freddie always sang the lead vocals live. So I think because Freddie had a lot less to do with this track in general, maybe that was one of the reasons they never played it live. But here's the thing, they could have added piano in this or I don't know I mean, maybe they didn't want to maybe they felt it would have interfered with the warmth of the guitars because again we had this lovely balance of acoustic and electric but I would have loved to have heard this thing with some piano in there and 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 Freddie I mean they could have done a lot with this thing I don't know if it were me if I was putting you know if I was a producer or something like that way back and I was working with these guys it would have been like <laughs> Listen to me (laughs) telling them what to play live. It's so ridiculous. But I just digress because I think this is really a fantastic song. This song is all about waiting for the clouds to clear and the dust to settle when all will be well and bright again. This is a very common theme for Brian. In fact, even in the previous song, we had, you know, with White Queen, we had some longing and hoping for perfection with someone. This is really not a whole lot different. It's it's as if we're in the midst of something that's a little bit stressful and there's some tension and there's some darkness surrounding everything, but someday, one day, things will be better. Right, Brian supposedly got the inspiration for this song from this idea of a place where relationships could be perfect. And we, again, we hear this many times from him. And he would also revisit the theme many years later on his solo record, Another World. So never performed live. Not a whole lot said about this song, but I actually called it out on Reddit one time. And I think I literally said a little love for Someday One Day because every time I hear it, even though it was never a single, it was never played live, I never see people talk about this song. Nobody ever really acknowledges it. It's one of those long lost Queen tracks that I think some people might just dismiss because again, we don't have lead vocals from Freddie. It sounds a little different simply because Brian is on lead here and there's just a generally softer tone to it I just love it, despite all of those things, and maybe because all those things. I feel, I feel a lot of love for this song when I hear it. It's very relaxing. It's kind of magical. It, it has that, as I've said before, that lovely Moody May thing going on that I adore because I love when he digs into the emotions and he stays hopeful throughout all the darkness. And as we go through this, as we start, it's very bright, sunny, acoustic guitars with a bit of flanger effect on there as they rise into the opening slowly rising fading in cymbal i love those magical cymbal moments we have a minor 7th little flavor of mixolydian happening here huh it's prominently featured as we begin the formal intro and throughout the verses of the song a soft rolling drum takes us into the full intro which is a layer of electric and acoustic strumming guitars it's very lush beautiful. It's this dreamy soundscape with the guitars and Roger's delicate percussion and John's perfect foundational bass that rounds out the warmth and the appeal of this piece. Then there he is for the first time. Brian, soft, delicate, but solid and mature and round in tone. The chorus rises in intensity with more surrounding guitars, a threat of darkness in tone, but awakening brightness that comes into the end someday, one day. As the second verse begins, we have more of that lovely, beautiful, soothing singing from Brian. I love his voice. So appealing, so rich, deep, sincere, very different from Freddie's commanding tone, and appropriately so, because it never feels forced or faked. It's just absolutely real. You really believe Brian when he sings. And we have that beautiful lyric, today the cloud, it hangs over us and all is gray, but someday, one day, ever hopeful and wanting perfection. Again, Brian's classic longing emotions, seeking the ideal, In the bridge, the same chords from our lovely verses with that minor seventh, they soar with these building ahs that gently coo in the background. We fade softly, effortlessly into the last verse and the last chorus, which is totally familiar now. It's relaxing, it's magical, ultimately hopeful, and a rising electric guitar riffs upward to wind into the outro a blend of many guitar solos that ebb and flow and rest on top of and kind of fall over one another. It's beautiful. Lots of layers of sound creating this depth and sunniness too that I really love. The melodies, harmonies, the chords here, something about it as simple as it all is. It's so attractive to the ear and I could listen to this outro forever. And sometimes when I'm running and I'm listening to this, I just repeat it because if I'm out there and the sun is setting and it's gorgeous and it's still, it's beautiful. And this is the perfect soundtrack for moments like that, that are just easy and going along and you're looking to something better and newer and brighter and all of those good things. I really do love this song. It's definitely not something that makes you go, oh my gosh, that's amazing. You know, it's, it's not like mind-blowingly loud. It doesn't have an incredible, it, it doesn't have technically advanced solos or anything like that. It just, in and of itself, all of it together is beautiful. And I think it deserves major props for being So fantastic in its simplicity and the fact that, yes, these guys can actually exercise some restraint and still produce something that is quite gorgeous and memorable, hummable. Yeah, I love to sing this song too. I love to sing these kind of delicate lyrics and vocal performances from all of the guys. Such a beautiful song. That is someday, one day. I wish I could tell you to go listen to a live recording of it. I wish I could, but go find it, go listen to it, enjoy it. It's a lush, gorgeous thing. Uh, I could do a cover of it. I wish I could. I'd like to put my own little spin on this deal, but that's for another day. I'll be back again later. Glad to get this dive in today. It feels good. I always feel good to go on these deep dives some of them aren't quite so deep, I guess. This one's rather shallow. (laughs) Not in content. Oh my gosh, no. No, nothing is shallow from from Queen, I don't think. I mean, never. Everything always has great depth and content. Anyway, (laughs) I'll be back again, guys. And hey, you know it. You know it. Keep yourselves alive.